Derek Mackey, global security strategist for Fortinet uh, on the uh, 1.6 billion passwords were stolen, being hoarded. Uh, is that something really to worry much about? I mean, obviously, it's concerning news anytime you hear about a data breach, but the fact is these data breaches, um, whether you hear about it or not, are happening on a pretty regular basis. And we've seen data breaches in the past, definitely in the you know millions and millions of passwords leaked and stolen range. Um, so, you know, typically it comes down to how quickly, you know, where, where the breach happened, how quickly that cleanup can be done in terms of resetting passwords. Um, you know, look at cases like Evernote, um, Twitter was hacked before, uh, you know, a lot of these other companies where they, well, they'll do a, you know, a forceful password reset and then implement something like, uh, which I think is pretty crucial in today's day and age, is uh, two-factor authentication. I mean, I, I truly think, and I, I know it's not because we have to use it, but I truly think the password is dead because there, there are so many different ways uh, to, to get somebody's password. There's phishing, social engineering, there's uh, y you can do it through key logging and botnets, literally, you know, wait for them to log in and get all this information and botnets can easily, you know, comb through hundreds and thousands if not millions of passwords in a day too, right? Um, and, and then if you do get these passwords, um, sometimes they're not, uh, in a lot of cases, they're not properly stored on the server. That's a big security problem we see today. So they're plain text. So you get the 1.6 billion passwords. If, if they're plain text, then it's game over. You, use them, you can start using them right away. But even if they're encrypted, uh, computing power is so powerful today. There's cloud cracking password services. You can go and rent a service to crack your passwords today. Um, you know, these sorts of services often advertise themselves as uh, uh, penetration testing and security services, but a lot of the times they use for illegitimate, um, the user of them can use them for Ill Ill illegitimate purposes. If there are 1.6 billion out there, it's obviously from more than one breach, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, who would have that many passwords on their system? Uh, yeah, I mean, you, that, that, that's another, so you just kind of hit the nail on the head with another problem is data retention too, right? That's another problem we always ask in security is how long should these, how many passwords should be stored and how long should should they be stored for? How many times even do you go to a website that maybe you haven't logged into for six or seven months and you're trying to renew a service, it's got your credit card information still st stored on there. It's the same idea with these passwords too. Definitely, yeah, I mean, aggregation of, of these sorts of attacks is usually where a lot of these uh, passwords will be bubbled up into. Uh, you know, a lot of the time these are, in terms of monetization, they can be sold in different ways. They can be sold in a bundle to, you know, people that are just wanting to get this and try to do something themselves for it. They can be used uh, with botnets if there's passwords that are going to actually start being used on other systems, because passwords are usually, uh, you know, regurgitated or used several times in other systems, like, you know, webmail services or so forth, too. So, uh, social networks, Kubeface. As I said, uh, that's an example. What was that? Kubeface. Uh, it's just an example of a social media worm that was uh, quite prevalent years ago, but there's other ones still floating around today. They need to log into user accounts and spread uh, spam links through social media. Uh, often, often the rate of success through somebody clicking on a spam link through social media is much higher because it's a trusted friend sending them something than a typical spam email. So, you know, if you get a whole bunch of these social network accounts, then you can start sending out spam messages to your fake pharmaceutical site or wherever, or, or even try to infect systems through this, um, you know, that's much more powerful and valuable to someone to buy all these different accounts, right, and start using them for monetization purposes like that. Okay, thank you. This is Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.